Welcome to episode 106 woo, of the Business Fabulous Podcast. I am glad you're here. And today we are talking about podcasting secrets, not just any old secrets, but secrets to attract your target audience and grow your online business. Stick around for the details. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. All right, who's ready for some podcasting secrets? Here we are. Get ready. You might want to take some notes. These are the kinds of secrets that a lot of people don't tell you about, and they can literally make or break your podcast. They are things that I was lucky enough, because I am friends with some pretty big, hard-hitting podcasters. You know who you are. I did find out this information very, very, very early on in my podcasting life, but a lot of people don't hear this stuff. So here I am. You're going to hear it for me, and I'm glad that you're here and listening. Okay. So the first thing is you absolutely positively need to have, in my opinion, you need to have a podcast page for your website. Now, Some people have a podcast that has nothing to do with their business, or they just don't want to have, you know, a podcast page on the website that they already have. So that's okay. You don't need to do that. Every single podcast host should allow you to create a basically a podcast website. It'll be like a one page website that the podcast host creates for you. So I have Libsyn. Libsyn does create that for me. I don't use that, however, because I do have a page on my website, bonnielfrank.com. If you go to bonnielfrank.com and you click on podcast, that's my podcast page. But I don't have to use that because I know that Libsyn already creates one for me. I could use that if I wanted to. So whoever your podcast host is, they should be creating a page for you where Somebody could go to that page, you know, it's floating out there in the cloud or something. I don't really, I'm not very techie. So I think I just said something techie. So your podcast host should definitely create some kind of page like that so that somebody could go to that page and they could listen to any episode you've got. In fact, they could listen to every episode that you've got there. They could find every episode you've ever done on your podcast page. Now, They should be able to find that through Apple Podcasts, through Spotify, through Google Podcasts, through, you know, all of those other podcast players that you're on. They should be able to find all of those things as well. But that's not enough. It's really not. You need to have a hub. You need to have a, do you like how I said hub? Um, You need to have a central place where all of your podcast stuff is. And so I have a podcast page on my website. Everybody can find all of the links to every single episode I've ever done. So as of today, it's 106. So 106 episodes you can find on that page. And if you click on any of those 
episodes, you can listen to the episodes straight away. You can listen right there. You don't have to be listening on your phone or your iPad or your tablet or wherever. Or A-L-E-X-A. You can also find my podcast there. You can find my podcast all over the place, but you can also just listen straight away from my website. And you'll notice on my podcast page, and I left this as a teaching tool, the first 30 some odd podcasts, I just put the player in there. And then I realized this looks horrible. I don't like the way this looks at all. And so then I started to change it where every episode had its own podcast art. And then you could click on that and you would not only get the player, but you would get the show notes because that is actually more professional. That is really what podcasters should be doing because the show notes, I think, are just as important as what you're saying into the microphone because, and sometimes more important, because I could list any sort of link. I could give you every bit.ly forward slash blah, blah, blah link. And I could say it into the microphone, but it's a whole lot easier to list it in the show notes where you can actually just click. You don't even have to quickly write it down and then put it in, you know, put the URL in somewhere and hope that you got it all right and then maybe land on the link. It's a whole lot easier if somebody can just click the link straight away and get to where they want to go and to where you want them to go. Okay. So a podcast page is so, so important and please include your show notes. Now I will tell you something that I have not done that I need to do. I am admitting it here on a global platform on my podcast platform. I am admitting, I am admitting right here and now that I have not been putting my show notes into the, uh, back into Libsyn so that it's published on your phone. I'm not doing that. I haven't been doing that. I did it for a while and then I stopped for a long while and I have not been doing it. What I do say is complete show notes at, and I give the link to my podcast page and then you can go and listen to everything and get the complete show notes. So I've given you a way to get the complete show notes, but the actual complete show notes do not appear on your phone, your mobile device, wherever you're listening to the podcast, you actually have to go to my website to get those. So my apologies, I actually should be better about that. I really should. That is the most professional thing that you want to do. Okay, now here's something else you want to do. I hope you've been taking notes, but if not, start now. Okay, so besides the podcast page, you definitely positively 100%, in my opinion, need to be able to get to that podcast page from all of your social media platforms, all of them. And I know it doesn't make sense, but I have seen a lot of podcasters, even podcasters who really do want to make money on their podcast, they just inadvertently leave it off of their social media. Oh my God, that's such an important part because I don't know about you, but I'm on social media every day. And if I want to find your podcast and I cannot find it through social media, I may never find it just because my habits are social media. So you need to make sure that you know your target audience, you know your listeners, and you know their habits, and you know that if they're on social media, you're going to make it easy for them. 
you're going to have a link to your podcast on every single social media platform that you are on. It could be every single social media platform that is known to man and womankind, but I just put it on the platforms that I use. Let me just put it that way. Like I don't use Twitch, so I don't have a Twitch account, so you can't get to my podcast through Twitch that I know of. But you can through LinkedIn, through Facebook, through Instagram, through Twitter, and through Pinterest. So those are, and of course, Clubhouse, of course, Clubhouse. You can definitely get to my podcast page through all of those platforms because those are the ones that I use. And I use those pretty much on a daily basis. So that is really, really important. Okay, now I'm going to talk about how to name your podcast. So naming your podcast, when you name your podcast, in my opinion, you need to have at least one keyword in the name of the podcast. Now, you could have more. But what a lot of people do is they'll think of a name of the podcast and whatever they're naming it really only means something to them. And that's not going to help you with search. If it only means something to you, the podcast hosts, then that's not going to help you with search. It's not going to give you any SEO, any search engine optimization. If there's no keywords, there's nothing for people to search for, right? And people are constantly searching podcasts and they're constantly searching a million other things. So you need to be using keywords, at least one of them, in the name of your podcast, in my opinion. So the name of my podcast is Business Fabulous. So business is a keyword. Now, I entered into the business realm of podcasting knowing it is also the most crowded space on podcasts. Yes, it is. If you want to create a podcast that is very hard to reach number one in that category, create a business podcast. So I didn't create this podcast trying to get to number one. I'm not going to get to number one. I mean, that I know of. I'm not really trying to get to number one. I'm simply trying to provide valuable content for my target audience. And I went into the business of podcasting. And I chose the category of business and entrepreneurship knowing how very, very crowded it was. So if you don't know, now you do know. It is extremely crowded. Okay. But having a keyword will certainly help you. And hopefully you could have more than one keyword. So when I named my podcast Business Fabulous, I named it business because it's about business and business fabulous was a brand that I was creating the day I came up with the name of this podcast. So I knew that I was going to pivot and create the business fabulous brand. I knew that I would create the business fabulous academy, which I did. And it's a 12 week coaching program. I launch it twice a year. You can find that through my Instagram on my website, check out the Business Fabulous Academy. You could Google it anyway. So I knew that I was going to have that. I knew that I was going to have the hashtag Business Fabulous. Now, you cannot, here's another bit of wisdom, you cannot own a hashtag. Nobody can own it, but you can dominate it. So if you put hashtag Business Fabulous in any social media platform that I use, guess what? You'll find my things. You'll find loads and loads and loads of my social media posts 
You will find audiograms and access to my podcast episodes. You'll find loads of stuff about me. Hashtag business fabulous. So I knew that I was creating the name of a business, basically a brand. I knew that I was creating the name of a podcast. I knew that I was creating the name of a hashtag. And I knew that I was going to be using all of this everywhere. I knew that I was creating the name of an academy. I did all of that at the same time. I did it knowingly. It's not like I fell into this. I had planned for all of that ahead of time. There will also be coffee mugs in my store coming up soon. Okay, of course. Why? Why have I not been selling coffee mugs? Anyway, so um, yes, so that tells you about naming your podcast. Now, let's talk about the episode titles of your podcast. So if you look at the episode title of this podcast, it is Podcasting Secrets to Attract Your Target Audience and Grow Your Online Business. It has a lot of keywords in there. Podcasting is a keyword. Target audience is a keyword phrase. Online is a keyword. Business is a keyword. And online business is a keyword phrase. So I think, what is that, five or six or 20? I don't know. It's a bunch of different words and phrases. It's a bunch of different ways to find this one episode in search. So I did that knowingly. And if you go back to my podcast episode titles and you look, you will notice every single episode title has at least one keyword and it probably has more. So naming your podcast episode with keywords will help you with search. It will absolutely help you with search. Okay, now let's talk about feed art. First, I'm going to drink some coffee because boy, did I not know that was even a thing before I thought about podcasting. I had no idea that there was something called feed art. I didn't even know what the feed was, really. I mean, I had been a blogger, so I knew about an RSS feed, but I didn't know how important the feed, that's also the name of the podcast, by the way, it's a great one. It's Libsyn's official podcast. It's called The Feed. So I had no idea how important the feed was to podcasting and how absolutely crucial your feed art can be. Okay, so your feed art is when you are looking on your phone or you're looking anywhere and you're looking for a podcast, it's the little uh, square, basically, that you see for that podcast, that you see for the podcast, that you see for each individual episode, etc. Okay, so I went into Apple Podcasts and searched my podcast. If you are a podcaster, it is absolutely crucial. I know this might sound weird, but this is really, really important. It is absolutely crucial that you double check, that you triple check, and that you occasionally consistently check to make sure that your podcast is coming up in search and that your podcast is coming up in search on all of those platforms that you think your podcast can be found on. Okay. So it's important if you think that it should be on A-L-E-X-A, you need to ask, I can't, you know, I can't say her name because she will wake up, but you have to say, hey, A-L-E-X-A, play Business Fabulous podcast. And she will. 
but she wouldn't had I not set it up that way. Okay. It's also available through Amazon Music and a bunch of other things. Anyway, so I went into Apple Podcasts and I searched, I put in the search business fabulous and up popped a bright pink square with a crown that said business fabulous with Bonnie L. Frank. So that square, that bright pink square that you're looking at, that is feed art. That is my feed art. Now, if you click on my podcast, you will notice that the feed art is exactly the same for every single episode. That's what I do because I'm a little lazy that way, but I do have different art or a different image on my podcast page. So I do that. It does look different every single podcast episode, you know, after 30 some odd when I started doing that looks different. So it's more compelling and it is uh, relevant to the specific topic, etc. But if you go into podcatchers, they all are that bright pink square. I did that for two reasons. Number one, I chose the bright pink because it is one of my branding colors. And also because it's easy to say and it's easy to find. And it's easy to remember. Like, oh, yeah, Bonnie's pink. I need to look for bright pink. And I can also say, hey, it's a bright pink square, right? Uh, look for the bright pink square with the crown. That's my podcast. So it's just easy, right? And so if they find that anywhere, that's my podcast. So it's very easy. Okay. And then I kept the feed art the same on the podcast players because I'm a little lazy that way and it just makes my life easier. But on the podcast page, each individual episode does have its own art. Okay. So that's feed art. Now, when you're looking in a pod catcher, for example, now I'm going to look on Spotify. So for those of you who are watching the video of this behind the scenes of episode 106, you see what I am showing to the screen, which is what it looks like, what my podcast looks like inside of Spotify. And you can see that every episode, the feed art looks exactly the same. Yes, in a pod catcher, it does. In a podcast player, it does. But if you go to my podcast page, that's where I've changed uh, the art for each individual one. Okay, so that's really important. It's important to go to all those places, check out, make sure everything looks the way you want it to look, make sure everything is there the way you think it's supposed to be there, etc. Now, let me tell you about the art itself. Your feed art, when you're looking on a phone, when you're looking on a mobile device, it's really, really small. When you put your feed art into your podcasting platform, like I use Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N, please feel free to check Libsyn out. And if you want to, I definitely suggest you do this, by the way. If you are wanting to get Libsyn for a podcast host, please think about getting the paid version because the paid version gives you the analytics and they are fabulous analytics. They really, really are. And if you are getting the paid version, please use my coupon code. It's my name, all lowercase, Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E, and that will save you one month. So you get a free month on your paid subscription for Libsyn. Okay. Now, your feed art, like I said, is really small when you're looking on a mobile device. 
So when you, you know, when you submit your feed art, it has to be a different size and check with your podcast host for all of that information. But when you are looking on a mobile device, it's going to be basically 125 by 125. So even though you submit it in another size, I think it is absolutely crucial that you see what your podcast art looks like when it's 125 by 125. And all of a sudden, all those little details that you spent so much time putting into your feed art are absolutely minuscule and nobody can see them. It, they're really hard to see. So that's why it really helps if your feed art is big and bold and obvious and there's not too much going on. If you want to put a picture of you on your feed art, that's totally fine, but don't make it small because it's going to be a whole lot smaller when it's 125 by 125. Also, here's a little word of warning. Unless you're already famous and pretty much nobody knows who you are, or in terms of the world, not very many people know who you are, then putting a picture of you on your feed art is not going to help you in search. If you're famous, they already know you. Putting a picture of you is a great idea. But if you're not already famous, putting a picture of you is just putting a picture of somebody who's not famous, who pretty much nobody knows. So I did not choose to put a picture of me on my feed art. I did put with Bonnie L. Frank, but I put that a whole lot smaller than Business Fabulous because what's important about that is Business Fabulous is the crown, the pink, and Business Fabulous. That's what stands out a lot more than Bonnie L. Frank, a whole lot more. And I did that on purpose. So whatever you're going to do for your feed art, I designed my own myself. It's not that great. I did not spend very long creating it. That probably shows, but it gets the job done. So whether you're paying somebody to do it or you're doing it yourself, please know that what's important is what it looks like, 125 by 125. Check it out. All of a sudden, everything's going to really make a lot more sense when you do that. And use your photo or don't use your photo. But just know going into it that if you're not already famous, using your photo or your name is really not going to help. All right. So I hope this really helps you to think a lot more strategically about podcasting. This information, this is the kind of stuff that people don't really tend to talk about with podcasting. You know what they talk about? They talk about the tech. They talk about microphones and they talk about mixers and they talk about interfaces and they talk about all of these things that I do not tend to talk about. But I talk about the things that are going to, in my opinion, matter more. Does sound matter on a podcast? Yes, it absolutely does. But you need to know your audience. And I know that you are here for the content. I know that if it's not the best sound in the world, you're going to go through it. You're going to listen to the content. And you're going to be like, well, that sound wasn't great. And then you'll be happier when it's better in the next episode. So I know that. I know my audience. I know you. And I know that you are not a sound engineer, more than likely. I am friends with some, but I know that most of my audience is not sound engineers. And I know you're okay if the sound is not perfect. I mean, you're never going to get perfect sound, 
but I know that, that you're okay with my sound, which is definitely not perfect. So in my opinion, the things that are more important are the things that I talk about in terms of podcasting. I'm not saying that sound is not important. All of you sound engineers, all two of you who I'm friends with who are listening to this episode, please do not think I just said sound is not important. I didn't. I said it's important. I just said, in my opinion, it's not as important for my particular audience. All right. So thank you so much for being here. I love that you are. I love that you have heard all of the podcasting secrets. Please feel free to let me know what you think of this episode or any episode. Feel free to email me, listener at bonnielfrank.com, or you can leave me a message on my SpeakPipe. You can head over to speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous and leave me up to a 90 second voicemail. I will immediately reply back to that, by the way. You can also go to my podcast page right in the middle of the podcast page on my website, bonnielfrank.com. Click on podcast. Right in the middle of the page is a bright orange button. Click that button. Leave me up to a 90 second voicemail. I will reply straight away. I love voicemail messages. Oh my goodness. Yes, I do. So feel free to do that. Give me any feedback. Leave me questions. Leave me comments. Just say hello. Do whatever you want. I love to hear the voices of my listeners. I really do because I'm doing this for you. I want to give you the most amount of value I possibly can. I hope these podcasting secrets have really helped you to think about podcasting more strategically. I love you. We'll talk soon.